Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. to another one i'm scar that's brandon Dev- derek's not here okay wait i said that wrong welcome to another one uh i'm i'm brandon that's scar derek's not here wait that's the same thing bottom line is one of us isn't here you just got to figure it out by our voices that's right all right so i'm, I'm gonna start this off well i'm gonna say um, shout out to shout out to Joe, man. Uh, Joe, after the last show, Joe uh, went back and looked at those comments and shit that we talked about from the from that video. Really? And, and yeah. And, and look, look, it's it's a crazy situation where you realize that there's people out here that 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 you don't really know that well that believe in you way more than you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, he said, the way that I handled that, there has to be a place for me somewhere very high in a professional food chain somewhere. Wow. Because of how, because of how I handled that, you See? know, he said, I was diplomatic, non-apologetic and peaceful for the most part, but stood up for myself when I had to. And how do you feel now? That should make me feel great, man. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he pointed out the thing uh, when we did the when we did the other video. I didn't notice this, and someone in the comments uh, posted this first. But um, at the beginning of the the rebuttal episode, um, Chase's dog is going to fucking town, cleaning it, cleaning it's, itself. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. Um, uh, th- th- Wait, th- y'all th- are doing y'all y'all are doing a reaction for Ginger without me. Uh, that was for real. For real, you didn't even invite me. You know Ginger. You know you know. I'm a, I'm a flame y'all shit. That was something that Scott came up with. I've never heard of Ginger before. Now Ginger is so fucking wonderful. Yeah. So I, here's the thing about Ginger. Okay. I'm not gonna go all in like like the folks did, you know. But the thing about Ginger is that um they are 
Ginger is led by a, they're, they're Scandinavian, they're a death metal band, I don't know. They do the and all that kind of shit. But the woman is the lead singer. She can, I think I told you about her, she can drop her voice to an octave where she sounds like a, a guy when yeah. she's singing. And it's what, fucking fantastic. One one thing I said, well, well um, Scott suggested it because he was on the show because we were, we were, you know, because we blamed because all this, he's all not this, me. I understand. No, because we blamed all of this other shit on Scott. And then he said, he said, OK, I got something for y'all that we could use. And he said there's some shock value to it. So I said that I wasn't going to I wasn't going to do any more Scott reactions without listening to a song first. So he sent me a song, but he sent me the wrong song. He sent me a song with her with with just regular old singing. Didn't send me the one where where she where she switches up. So when we watch the video, um, when that happens, I'm like, hold up. If if I was just listening and not actually watching that video, I would have swore it was two different people. Mm-hmm. I love like, her so much. I think they're so fucking dope. Yeah. I- same person mm-hmm. so isabella gogo and i um we have a rock playlist well i have a rock playlist on spotify and we listen to it like whenever we're together you know rocking out with our cocks out and we got to the end of the playlist and it started just you know suggesting stuff like it did a playlist radio and right. ginger popped up and we pulled over on the side of the road to figure out who the fuck that was and then downloaded like the their First three albums. I mean, like I said, I'm not to the point where the folks were in that first uh, episode you did, but Ginger's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, I, I even if it wasn't dope, I was, I would have treated this with a little bit more. No, fuck them people. Say, so I would, I fuck I, them people. I, I didn't want. I, nope. look, I ain't trying to hear. I ain't trying to hear. No, 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 no. You no, ain't never. No. It's still, it's still, it's still fucking people. But the the last thing I needed was to be back back in those fucking comments in the same way. Like I just, I just, I didn't want to deal with that anymore. 
Like you know I what? got, I got, I, ha- I got my feel of it after a couple of days, and you know what? I'm cool. I, but the real, the only thing that I really had that I would have said during that video is she has one of those piercings, one of those like bull ring piercings, and I never, I never think that those are attractive. I was, I'm like, when, when, when are those ever attractive? I don't know. Like that. Wait, what? Me, what piercing? The piercing, like the the bull ring through your nose, like right here. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, fam. But I'm gonna tell you, it's called a septum piercing, and guess who has one? Your wife? My wife. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I just never, I never. Yeah, think when she first got it, I was, I was looking at but, it like, okay, you know, like she, you're an adult, do whatever you want. I'm not gonna stand there and be like, no, she got it done. You get used to it more than anything else. Where once it gets done, but, but, but that's also your wife, and I don't look at your wife the same way that I would look at anyone else's woman. Like that's not, that's not how I get down. I feel like, you. You know what I mean? Think like, I was the I, only guy who didn't look at your wife like that. Yeah, I, apparently. Um, but apparently. I, I, I don't. I, you know, if 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 you my homie is bro code forever. Like I, I'm not gonna break bro code. Yeah. Like I don't even look at. I don't even look at my friends' spouses in that way. Let me like, ask you a question. They're they're like they're they're like siblings to me. Let like, me ask you, you a question. Mm-hmm. So, Nisha and I know. A couple, mm-hmm. their son used to go to school with our son, with, with Kid Awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, the lady in the couple is one of those make the plate for her husband, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we were at a basketball game, like a high school basketball game one day, and I'm making jokes because the white woman in front of us is talking shit. And the white woman in front of us got mad and started talking to me. And this lady jumps up and says, nah, you shouldn't be talking to him. You're a woman. You should be talking to me. And then she goes on after it's all said and done to explain how she doesn't text her her husband or her boyfriend's friends if she needs something like she'll text their wives to ask them to ask the husband to do something and i'm like i don't know how to really like that all just seems like really overdoing it to me yeah i i had a situation like that um years ago um my um my my ex-wife um wanted to uh do some bible study with her with her coworker and her her coworker is a jehovah's witness and so like one time they they were doing it at the house and one time i came down and i started asking questions just you know just like curiosity about christianity in its various forms uh-huh and she stopped me and said, well, if if you want to be involved, if you want to be involved, I have to get my husband involved. He has to come back with me if you are involved. Like, we make fun of, I make fun of Mike Pence for his whole, you know, mother uh, can't be in the room with women thing. But then there's people who are literally doing that every day, quiet as captain. You don't even know it. And I just look at them like, who made you? Like, why is that a thing right now? And I don't know. I don't, I don't. It just feels very archaic to me. I think that's the best way for me to put it. 
Yeah, it it is, it is, but and it I, feels I, like it, it feels like something that, of course, the man isn't ever going to uh, say. Nah, let's not do that. Yeah, he's it never puts gonna, him in a position of power, but it just it just. He's never going to relinquish his control over the situation mm-hmm. because because he, he has it. It's, 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 it's a little sad, but I mean, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be willing to enter into a situation like this. So, yeah. So I saw. Yeah. Look, look. I'm gonna tell you something. I saw this video, right? And uh, do you know who little little white is? No, little white is a. Oh no, white... I do know little white. He used to be on a white rapper show. Um, I don't know about a white rapper show, but he used to be down with Three Six Mafia. Yeah, he was on white rapper show. Okay, um, I don't watch any of that because it's all reality TV, and I don't watch any reality TV really. Um, so I um uh, I saw a video of him talking about um signing with three six mafia and it says low white talk signing with three six mafia and the problems they caused and he was talking about being in a group and there was a bunch of white dudes and they um they they were in a rap group and they were kind of like a white three six mafia you know and then the guys got their got their got a got a tape and a cd to three six mafia and they got called the next day and so, like, they get to they get to everything, and Lil White doesn't believe that that's who this really is. But he goes along with it. He goes over to his friend's house, and sure as shit, one of those dudes is on the phone talking to them and inviting them down. He said he has to work the next day, so he gets off of work, and they are already there because it was at five. He didn't get off work until five, and so he goes. He said while he's there. They are having a conversation and they're there for a long time. And the the other guys in the group are asking about like their 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 jewelry and how much it costs and about women and all of this kind of stuff. And Lil White is just kind of like, I ain't really feeling this shit. So he gets up and he kind of takes a walk. And he said, um, I, I, I don't know, it was Juicy J or Paul uh, gets up after him. And he said he's in the hallway and he's looking at all of the plaques and stuff like that. And he said, whichever one, whichever one of them it was, he puts his arm around him and say, you want you one of those? And he said, man, I want like 10 of these. And the the whichever three, six mafia member says, well, your boys seem to want something different out of this. And. You know they're having they're having a conversation. The day the day goes, the rest of the day how it goes. Then it comes down to contracts. So all of all of him and all of the homies are there. Um, the manager dude calls and said, "I got good news and I got bad news." And he's and he said, "You know, we 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 the the, the contracts came in." And he said, "The bad news is." It's only for Lil White. It's a solo deal for Lil White with the possibility of us bringing the rest of y'all in after the fact. Okay. That's, so they're not in it, for the right reasons. Right. So, but of course they don't understand that. And Lil White says that he was, he was kind of the youngest and the last one to be involved with that crew. 
So they had all been friends for a long time. So he said they started doing real fucked up shit. Like they, they all lived near each other. So they were right, right by his house throwing shit, um, throwing shit at his house and stuff like that. And he said one day they sent a crackhead to beat him up. He was not home. So the crackhead beat up his mom, gave her brain damage, and she got early onset dementia from that. So he went and murdered all of them, right? Um, he, I mean, he did. He did say, you know, statute of limitations is up on this already. But he said that he told he told one of the three six mafia guys, and they they hopped in a couple of uh, couple a couple of SUVs and stuff like that, and they came they went there and wrecked shop. But like, yeah, his mom, they had to end up putting his mom in a home, um, because like she had brain damage from whatever the crackhead did to her, and then. Though from the stress of everything, his dad had a fucking heart attack. Like that's some fucked up shit. That's some hater ass shit. That's that, yeah, very much so. So I'll only watch that one clip, but the the interview um, was from like a, a YouTube called Chad Arms A R M E S TV, uh, and it's a two hour interview. I just watched that one clip. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna watch the rest of that shit. Cause that shit, that just that one little part is like, holy fuck, man! They sent somebody and they beat up your mom and gave her brain damage. What the fuck is wrong with these people? And he said right. that he said that the beef wasn't even done until like one of the motherfuckers like went to jail for murder or some shit like that. And then I guess the beef was done. But like, yo, that's fucking wild. So DJ Paul was the one who went out and talked to him. Okay. He told him he was gonna pl- that White was gonna go places that they weren't. The good news is that DJ Paul wants to sign y'all. The bad news is he only wants to sign Little White. So what's it gonna be? The group members wanted him to leave all that money and opportunity to get rich and famous for them broke niggas. So they wanted him to choose them over getting rich and famous. So he chose to sign with the group. Yep. He said after that they threw trash at his house, broke his windows out, fought him. Then they had a crazy psycho crackhead beat him and it beat his mother so bad she was hospitalized and had early stages of dementia. Then Little White caught a 3-6 Mafia and their goons and rolled by his ex-friend's house and trashed the house and beat his friends up and wrecked shit. When 3-6 Mafia talked about loading them black trucks up, black gloves and guns, shit was crazy. And they trashed the whole shit. That's that's just a wild fucking story, bro. Right? Golly. I I don't think I could ever I I don't I can't fathom and and they talk about black folks being crabs in the barrel. I I couldn't fathom that sort of angst to where it's like I'm a yeah, I couldn't. I'm going to send somebody to your house to beat you up. And if you're not there, that person will beat up your mom. And you know what's funny is that I literally had to swallow a 50 cent joke. Okay. And it was a good one. I mean, it's inflation. He's 85 cents now. <laughs> I saw that on Facebook. I thought that was funny. Um, 
At least at least gas is going back down. Is gas back down around your way? I don't know. I'm scared to look. Gas is back down to 418. I'm scared to look. So this episode is called Clutch Agreed. And in this one, we find out that Kira is like the nerve center for all the the clones. She already told you. No, she. I didn't think it was to the point where she was falling the fuck out. No, she said. She said that she can feel. She can feel what the clones are feeling. Yeah, I thought that was empathy. No, she can feel what they're feeling. Yeah, and she said. And she, she said she it. was even. She was even feeling feelings from clones that she didn't know. Yeah, I I didn't know that. She was like, "There's other." Cl-. Yeah, I remember her saying, "There's other clones out there that we don't, we're not even aware of." But I thought it was just empathy. I thought it was just little weird face kid talking. Yeah, and like remember when when Sarah was fucked up on that island, they showed Kira she felt that shit. When when you know when Sarah got beat up by a cripple, but, but because I, I didn't know what it was, I wasn't really paying attention. You know. Yeah, she felt that shit. And that that whole thing, like, and and this is this is this episode is why I said don't jump out the box on Ferdinand. Like, you know what I mean? We liked him for a little bit, like we hated oh, him, and then we liked him for a little bit, and then and I, I was said right back. Don't, don't jump out the box on Ferdinand real quick. Like, just hold on. Like, don't don't go too far with this. Like, we like Ferdinand for now. Mm-hmm. For now. Because I, because I knew this shit was coming. And that was some, that was some fucked up shit. But we'll get to that. That nigga brought his knee all the way up to his chest, yeah. like on "Don't Be a Menace." Um, but Sarah dreams of. Oh, and if y'all didn't figure it out, Brandon's not here. Uh, he'll be back next episode, hopefully. Um, hey. I knew you were going to do that. So that means that um, there's not going to be any uh, contrarian thoughts to most of the statements I'm going to make, which means we'll be able to blaze through this. Okay. Um, Sarah dreams of Kira telling her to wake up, and she wakes up. And this apparently is a common experience of Kira coming to Sarah in dreams at important times. Never noticed. Yeah, but, I mean, we knew, we, we only, we knew of this, only bef- once before with with Kasima when Kasima was mm-hmm. yeah, but but like the weird part was the one that Mrs. S was involved in because it was one time Kira was talking to her and Mrs. S was there it was like huh that's weird but okay let's we'll, we'll run with this and um Sarah comes to and her wounds are bandaged but she's in a cell in Dyad in Toronto. And Ferdinand comes to tell her that Rachel's being nice to y'all niggas. He arranges a live video call with Allison in her craft room, and she's like, she's fine. But Donnie and Helena are somewhere out in the forest. But Rachel's nice Neolution friends brought her back home. Art is with Allison and also with the Neolution deputy to say that the Neolution really wants all the leader clones in. Then they call Cosima, who's at Revival, and she says she's trying to lead a cure, and if it works, she'll develop an inoculation for all the sisters. And then they call Kira, who's in an office in Dyad, drawing. 
and Ferdinand brings Rachel or Sarah to Rachel's office and Kira and Miss S join her there. And she's like, yo, you've been asleep for a long ass time. So we went ahead. We registered uh, Kira at school. Like, here's how it's going to work. Like, y'all can go home and live ordinary lives as long as I can pick Kira up from school and bring her here for non-invasive testing. She's not ours, though. She She's yours. Like, she's your daughter. We're not trying but to. Whatever, but whatever, whatever we get, we keep. It's proprietary. It's all proprietary because y'all are clones and she's a baby clone. But, you know, she's your kid, but she's right. our clone, but she's your kid. You understand what I'm saying? You get it? No? Okay, cool. Doesn't matter. Get the fuck out. So Sarah really treats this the same way she treated Adele. Like, everybody else is cool with it. Sarah don't agree with it at all. At least it seems like everybody else is cool with it. No, everyone else is not cool with it, but you can tell from the videos that everyone everyone else is under duress. Yeah, yeah. It seems like everyone else is cool with it except for her. Uh, She's suspicious that they're going to do something bad to Kira, but it's what they what what they have now. And Allison gets pressure from Maddie Inger, who's like, come on, where do you get this done? The quicker that we can get the fuck out and that Art can get back to his regular ass life. Nia Lucian really needs Helena and Allison won't be allowed to do her regular things until they get her. So Allison gets a call from Pastor Mike, which still sounds like a rapper name from the South. I swear to God. Um, yeah. But, you know, Pastor Mike passed the mic. Yeah, huh? I, I got it. Okay. Just for the white did. folks out there. I don't, know if, I don't know if they did, but I got it. Yeah. Um, but they're like, yeah, since you've been gone, I've been free for a long time, or I can breathe for the first time. Um, <laughs> but since you haven't been at church, which I thought they weren't holy at all until she did that Jesus Christ superstar shit. But he was like, yeah, since you ain't been around, um, kind of ceded your role in the fair to some old ass random woman. And when I say well, Allison well, we, hit them, we don't, we don't know it's an old ass random woman. If, if we didn't see the preview for next episode. Yes. But everybody saw the preview for the next episode. So, and Brandon's not here. So, um, she literally clutches her chest. Like I got to get the fuck out of here. And Maddie's like, nah, you got arts and crafts here. It's almost Christmas. Make some cards. Sit your happy ass down. Dirty bitch. Like, and it's like they keep pressuring her about Helena, and she's just like, yo, I don't know anything. And mm-hmm. like, you what with you keeping me here? And like she was the whole thing about her listening to those messages is she was checking her messages on speakerphone so they could hear it. It's obvious no one has contacted her. She says she doesn't know, and like nothing is going to make that change. Like, if if anything. Leave somebody with her in case she is contacted and let her go about her fucking business. Also, Helena's pregnant. Did y'all ever think of, you know, checking the hospitals? Huh? They're in the hospital. Yeah. They're they're in the hospital. Like there, it's no secret. They're just there. And the surgery to remove the stick that per- that punctured Helena's belly went fine. Uh the stick did puncture the amniotic sac and the chest of one of the twins. So the doctor wants an ultrasound check to see how bad the injury was to the twin. But when they do the um, scan, when they do the ultrasound, it shows no injury at all to either twin. The wound they saw earlier has vanished. And the doctor's astonished and orders so, a CAT so them scan. Kid, them kids got that Kira. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder mm-hmm. which one, I wonder I wonder which one it was. I mean, I know the bottom names. one. I know their name, so the bottom one. Yeah, but I don't know which one that is. I wonder I wonder if there's like a mark. They 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 don't really like, you know, the the kids you know, is is like later on in this in the season. Um and then, you know, there's there's something about the kids in the in the the things after the 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 podcast after but like you don't get you don't get a sense that much of who who the kids are individually because mm. you know the podcast takes like seven years after this so they're they're seven-year-olds at this point mm. so sarah and family return to miss s's house and grudgingly agree to comply with rachel's requirement to have diet pick up care after school and as soon as Ferdinand leaves out the house, uh, Miss S grabs the, the vacuum cleaner and starts tur- and turns it on because she says they're outside listening. And Sarah hears her say they're outside listening, but she's still like, "They ain't gonna take my baby." And they're like, "Shut the fuck up! Why are you talking so loud?" Like they like they like calm the fuck down. We don't know. Do we, you not see the vacuum cleaner? Like we're right with right, you. Right. I don't know if they had time to sweep yet. I mean, to put any plant any bugs, and I ain't had time to sweep yet. So like, like, why are you talking so fucking loud about our plants, nigga? Like. Shut the fuck up. Right. Whisper. And she's like, um, Miss S uh, said that there's been guards watching from cars all around the house. So it's not a simple situation. And Felix is like, you know, I'll just, he, she's like, Felix, sneak out the back and go through the backyards and go to the end of the block and make sure you're not ner- noticing. He's like, who the hell do you think is the originator of sneaking out of this house? And Sarah's like, I am. Right. And Miss S is like, ha, 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 it's true. <laughs> oh, that's how you know that's her mama. Uh, she did that shit before you did. It's true. And the next day, they take care of the school. And at every step, there's at least two dyad watchers. And Felix asks Ira to go back to the island to support Susan, even if it means going against Rachel. And Ira's now eager to help since, you know, Rachel stabbed his girlfriend. Yeah, but who they keep referring to as his mom. His mom, yeah. But he's an island boy. Kasima meets Aisha, and they talk about her cancer. And Aisha had been sent to see Mr. Westmoreland, who promised to cure the cancer. And Kasima gets from Aisha the type of cancer, which is a kidney tumor, and examines the area to assess the tumor. It's, it's not a good, it's not a good look. And the messenger comes and is like, yeah, what the fuck are y'all doing? Well, it doesn't matter. He's ready to see you. And he takes Kasima to see P.T. Westmoreland. Felix calls home to announce that he found M.K. hanging out in his loft. M.K. showing signs of the leader illness. She's coughing blood, but she's learned that Dyad is recruiting surrogate mothers, which is a sign of restarting human cloning. She feels safe at Felix's since Dyad's watchers are watching the school and Miss S's, but not Felix's place. But she says that if Kira can get if Sarah can get Kira out from the dyad surveillance, she can get her out of town. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Next up. My name is Mud leads Kasima to the big house, and she's like, Mud's like, I live here. We're going to f- probably find out the Mud is like, P.T. Westmoreland's daughter, and she's 89 or something. But Kasima meets P.T. Westmoreland. I cannot confirm nor deny. 
an old man with gray hair and Victorian style clothing. And he shows her a picture he has of himself as a young man with Arthur Conan Doyle. And he was like, yeah, with the turtle, big ass tortoise. And he was like, that tortoise was actually um, Darwin's. I was there back in like 1806, my nigga. What's poppin'? He likes these memories of his youth. His house is well, plastic. You know, you know who? You know, I mean, you're a reader, so you know who that is, right? Who? Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes. I don't know if I'm bringing that up because I don't know if they know who that is. Oh. There is a. Um, there is a. There is talk that uh, that he might have been Jack the Ripper. But we know that he wrote Sherlock Holmes. Yes, but there, there's, there's been discussions of, uh, he, he, he could have possibly have been Jack the Ripper. Huh. I mean, it would be funny, I guess, if you're writing books about murderers and you're out there living a life. Yeah, it's the best way, best way to get more content for your books. But it, you know, it also says that he correctly identified Jack the Ripper. So, yeah. yeah. One of those. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't realize until way after the fact that um, that that um, House was Sherlock Holmes, but in a hospital. I could. I could definitely see that. You know, Sherlock Holmes House. <laughs> like I, I didn't I didn't realize that that's what that was. I mean until, until like way later. Writers aren't always the most original. No. No. When it comes to scripts and TV ideas, so Oh, and and you know if if you watched a decent amount of house like we already we already know the program. We're just going to fuck this person up for almost a whole episode until at the last minute I'm going to figure out what the fuck the thing is. Until something clicks. <laughs> Yeah, but but while we're trying to figure this out, we are fucking this person up. Yeah, but did you die? <laughs> exactly. That's what it should be called. But did you die, though? Like, we get you to one step before a lawsuit. But did you die? Nah, actually, the, 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 um, the, the name of the show should be, it might be Lupus. Because they they say that almost every case they bring up lupus. <sighs> so, um, he praises PT praises Kasima's work and shows uh, her a photo a folder of his work in gene therapy. It's true they're impressive. Um, he offers to let her continue her work on the leader cure. And follow the science wherever it goes with full access to the lab because we follow the science. Um, and he's sure that it'll all be useful. Ferdinand meets Rachel in her meditation room at Dyad and he tries to begin their rather violent sexual play. He needs to be hurt to be aroused. That's his kink. Yeah. She's not into that anymore. It's like when you have a girl or a significant other who likes to do some real freaky shit that, that matches up with your kink and then they find Jesus. Yep. And you know, the weird thing is, okay, here's a very, very weird thing. Um, when she's talking to Ferdinand about PT Westmoreland, the way she smiles is so creepy, but it's the same smile 
as everybody else. But when she does it, it just seems creepy as fuck. It's weird. <sighs> they turn business like and plan to pick up Kira for the after school check, but Ferdinand's not happy because you know he he got he got he needs a bust a nut. Yeah. Helena and Donnie are worried about the neonatal doctor, and she seems unusually curious about the twins. And Helena thinks that she may want to cut them out for analysis because maybe she works for Neolution. And she whispered to him, she whispers to him where she would go if she wanted to hide. And she's like, "If you ever snitch, my nigga, I swear to God, I'm gonna get Baba Yaga after you to fuck you up." And if you've seen John Wick, you know John Wick is Baba Yaga. I still never seen it. I know, and it's a shame because that joke is great. Yeah, I mean, but that also comes up in uh, Ant Man. John Black or John Wick is now in the uh, OBU, the Orphan Black Universe. So that I mean, Ant Man is too, because the because when they were talking about it, they were talking about that the the foreign dude that's a part of his crew mm-hmm. talks about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so <laughs> you would guess that went all the way. No, um, I was eating pecans and pecans, uh, a piece of the skin. Like, I don't know. There's the meaty part of the pecan and then there's the other side. And sometimes on the other side, there's like a skin or something. It's weird. And the skin got stuck in my throat. So there's this whole, uh, like, I, I, th- I think it's weird. The pe- I think the pecan thing is weird. Like, I, I like until until us until having conversations with Blue, I had never known anybody to pronounce it like that. You know, I'm I'm from the south. They're fucking pecans to me. So pecan, pecans. That's what I said. Yeah, and then there was what was what was there was some movie or TV show where the where the guy was like foreign and he says peeking, butter peeking, reeking. Yeah, he says peeking. Woo woo, mama me and all that good stuff. I wonder when the next season of that's coming out. Um, September. Really? I. Think, Don't be guessing. Um, Don't be guessing. I think I saw something that said the 14th of September. I think that's what I saw. Mm. Well, Helena and Donnie are worried about the neonatal doctor, like I said. Um, then a staff member comes and takes Donnie for an interview because Donnie's still answering the questions for Helena. And they're like, uh, we like your wife to answer, which is always a bad sign. I mean, no, it's not a bad sign, women. Like, ladies, like, y'all have your own autonomy. You can answer for yourself. But the last time somebody was like, hey, we need your your wife to go ahead and answer these questions, they weren't on the up and up is what I'm saying. Correct. Um, Miss S and the family prepare to abduct care from school, which MK emphasizes means meaning that they can't come back. Diab won't let them go. Rachel and Ferdinand are waiting for Kira at the front gate of the school, and Sarah dresses up like Rachel, and she goes in the back door and gets Kira from the classroom, and they start off the back way. 
and Rach comes in the front and asks for Kira at the classroom and learns that Kira's gone. So Dyad Guard starts searching, and Sarah gets Kira out of the door to Felix, and they had planned for MK to get to the lab under the comic book store, but she's not there, so Sarah goes to Felix's to get her. And Ferdinand sees this all happening and follows her. Now, it's a whole zany pass-off thing where they pass her off to Felix, and then uh, Sarah looks like um, they they put Kira into a different outfit, and then she's with Miss Addison. It's it's interesting. It seems like, you know, something they do on Ant-Man. The neonatal doctor arrives to do a test on Helena, and Helena sees that long-ass needle, and she's like, all the nopes, and takes that needle and shoves it through the woman's cheek. Yo, that shit was wild. Through she her pins cheek, her, she through pins her, her mouth, to the fucking bed. And pins her to the bed. My nigga, first of all, the needles are too damn long. Secondly, oof. Oof, I surprise. Just oof like oh my god pinned her to the fucking bed and then they're like code white and she did that shit slow too that that's the worst part she's like just mm. and donnie follows because he's being interviewed by other nurses so he follows the nurse into the um room where the code white is happening and he sees again that the woman is pinned to the bed um, and he's just like, y'all, uh, you know, I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and handle this and just backs out like, <laughs> right? Yeah, like I'm, this, I'm, uh, I don't know nothing I'm, about I'm, this shit right I'm, here. I'm gonna go over there. I'm, I'm gonna go over here. Don't look for me though. Okay. I've looked it up and, um, no one has an official date, but they said September. They said September, but I don't have an official day. Okay. I think it's coming out on December 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. That's oddly specific. From here on in, I'm shooting without a script. I'm going to see if anything comes of it instead of my old shit. Okay. First shot, Sarah. She parks near Felix's house with Ferdinand following, and she calls MK to tell her that she needs her to get to the lab so Scott can uh, treat her. But MK's like, nah. You're too late. Matter of fact, you're really too late. You got like one minute to hide. Yeah. So Sarah hides on the other side of a trash can and Felix come, or uh, Ferdinand comes to that side of the trash can because there's only one place she can hide at. But somehow she done vanished. Right. And Sarah gets to the loft and MK insists, I'm too tired. It's too late. And she sees Ferdinand coming up the stairs using the camera that she's installed Probably a drone. She's she's techie. Um, and said, "Let's switch clothes. I'll be you. Well, I'll buy you some she, time." Technically, she was being Rachel. Yeah, so I'll be Rachel, and does a horrible job at Rachel. MK doesn't even try. No, remember she she's not trying to be Rachel. She knows that he knows that that's Sarah. So he's so, trying. She's trying to be Sarah, but even trying, still, yeah, does not try. But. They exchange clothes and Sarah goes out another door as Ferdinand literally batters in the main door. Yeah. I mean, they only locked the shit with a with a latch and a fucking screwdriver. Yeah, but still, you know, he kicks it off the hinges damn near. Ferdinand got white man strength. Right. But Sarah um meets up with Miss S and Kira at the lakeside, and she's like, all right, child, let's go. But Kira balks. She's like, I, I don't want to do this. I want to go to school. 
She was having like her at school was the first time she seemed normal. No, 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 no. You skipped over the first part. Where's MK? Oh, she'll be all right. <laughs> and, and and she's like, no, she's not. Mm-hmm. Like, because at this point, he already has MK and he's talking about his revenge fantasy. Now he got he is he got two for the price of one. But yes, yeah, so she's just like, MK will be all right. No, she won't. Because at this point, she could feel how terrified MK is, probably. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in the series, Kira is uncooperative in Sarah's schemings. And she says she feels safe with Dyad, and she's keeping that. And at Felix's house, the ruse only lasts for a second uh, because Ferdinand gets his revenge on MK because she took all his money. And she ruined his work at uh, Helsinki, so he literally stomps her out. But also, he's dressed up as Rachel, and he takes out his frustrations about what's happening with Rachel on her also. Mm -hmm. At that moment, Kira announced that MK is dead, and the others don't believe she can know that. But she does, and she's like, I know it's unusual. Nigga, that's why I want to go to Dyad. Why the fuck does her mom not believe her? Like, she's already explained this to her mom. Because let's be real, there's a lot of parents out there who say, I believe my kid no matter what, but when the shit hits the fan, they're really like, nah. Yeah, because, like, yo, she already told you she understands what everyone's feeling. She, she, and she explained that she understands all of the, what all of the clones are doing right now. So, like, if something is happening to one of the clones, she understands this. And when that connection got cut off, she felt it. Like, why do you not understand? This, that's, that's the dumbest part about this. And I get it. Like, Sarah was just kind of in her feelings by her child telling her no. Um, you know, because we, we all get that. Uh, we all, we all kind of get that. If, the, if you, know, I, you know, sometimes we're, as, as parents, we can be a little bit unreasonable because we are in our own feelings because, you know, parents, parents are people too. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, you know, so she's not really listening to her child and like, it's the worst when your child is right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you realize that they're right. And she just, she keeps trying to get her to get in the van so they can go. And she's just like, no, I want to go to school. And then she eventually says, I want to go with Rachel because I need to figure out why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's going to drive her crazy over time. Yeah. You can't fucking tell me this. I, I, I need to figure out why I'm this way. And they, they say they're going to help me with that. So I need to go do that. So. She insists she wants to stay with Sarah or stay with Rachel. And Rachel tells Ferdinand that Sarah and family are back at the house, but I'm not happy with the shit you did. You did what I didn't want you to do. You went where I didn't want you to go. And, she and though he says, says it was all for her, she's like, get, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, she clearly says that she she is not on the same page as she was before. She doesn't want any harm to happen to the clones. She says it herself. And, you know, she says she says it. She says it to them. And she also says it, um, you know, when she's talking to uh, Kasima and all of this other stuff like, hey, I have a new purpose. And my new purpose is the advancement of clones and making new clones. I don't want nothing to happen to clones. 
and then he takes it upon himself to 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 take one out and i and i think the the fucked up part about him him stomping on mk was when he broke her rib cage you heard that shit yep the sound design on that just woof so so sarah's in her fucking feelings but you know her child her child is right yep the child is right. Like some somebody needs to figure out why this is happening. And even though you don't trust Rachel, I mean, no one trusts Rachel at this point. But like Rachel got everybody by the balls. So like, and also you you realize that like everyone all your other sisters are are under control. The only one that's free right now is Helena, of the, the your close sisters. Um, the the Nia Lucian's got the other two by the balls. They're women, so the balls are internal. They're, you know, but um, but they got the other two by the balls. So like, the more you fuck this up, the worse it's gonna be for them. And the last thing you need is to make anything worse for them. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, 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 and there was a point in the show where um, Sarah's holding. Kira's hand as they're walking to school. And Kira's like, so after school, I'm going to go with Auntie Rachel? And she's like, do not call her Auntie Rachel. But Kira realized that they are all sisters. Even if you're, like, having this ripped or this fallout, Kira feels all y'all niggas. Right. Including her. Mm-hmm. Including Rachel. So, like, she she's, you know, from Kira's perspective, you're all you're all the same. Or you're all you're all connected, yeah. I'll just keep it all connected. You're not all the same. Mm-hmm. But, and Rachel comes to Miss S's house to pick up Kira, and Sarah's mad about all this. But Rachel assures Kira that they'll take good care of her, and I believe her at this juncture. Like unless something else happens, I mean, she ain't firing Ferdinand for nothing. I would. You will say her. nothing. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, no, no, at this point, I still don't. Tr- I don't trust Rachel. Oh no, not at all. I don't trust Rachel at all, but, um, and like, but like, as of right now, there's not much you can do about this. No. Try to figure out what your next move is because this shit, this shit, this shit ain't going to go your way. Mm-mm. And at night while Sarah's sleeping, Miss S and Miss Delphine to her house and Delphine's like, don't tell Sarah that I'm here. Uh, because they don't know who they can trust beside each other, and they don't want to let Sarah know that they're working together. So that means that island is really fucking close. Because they never quite say where it is. Mm -hmm. That island is really, really close. So, yeah. And that's it. Brandon, you got anything? I'm great. <laughs> let's talk about why hold on <clears throat> let's talk about why crystal's the hottest clone because she looks different i can't wait to when they come back yeah scar you got anything um not new just uh check out the key scum universe uh youtube page mm-hmm. uh the reactions are going pretty well all of the reactions except for that one have gone decently well so 
yeah, check us out. Okay. Still like y'all ain't got me on that yet, but that's all right. I ain't worried about it. I ain't hurt like y'all hurt. Y'all hurting bad for not having me on there. Yeah. Where our next recording session is Monday, Monday at eight. That's dope. Eastern. I just want to see the reaction. But we do it through the Discord. Okay. I just want to see the reaction. Um y'all could leave well, y'all could uh leave a voicemail for the show at 916-633-1537. You can email the show at return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brand is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-O-K. I'm on there at uh Ratchet Book Club. You are. Easiest way to find me. And uh, the show is RTO Podcasts. That is. Um, you can leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review on um, Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app and then copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. Uh, thank you to everybody who's left reviews. Um, they pop up very so often, just enough to uh, keep us floating. If y'all are listening to the show, let us know what you think. Let us know what you thought about uh, Playmakers. I'm really interested to know what you thought about the Playmakers reviews. Because I think that's when our show first started falling all the way off the fucking rails. It was about halfway through Cocaine Cougars. Yes. Um, because those episodes started to be less and less interesting. Yeah, they did. Like, Dude, I thought so much higher of that show. Yeah. Before I watch it again, hindsight is a motherfucker. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't think I really want to watch Drop Dead Fred ever again. Dude, you're gonna. It's on the list, not for this list, but for uh, hindsight, it's on the list because you wanted me to watch it. I can't, I can't watch it. Yes, you can, and it's obnoxious. You're gonna watch it. It's, I, I, it's really I, obnoxious. I, I, I'm going to end up hating something that I used to love. I don't think you'll hate it. It's just going to be, you're going to get a laugh out of the fuck was I thinking. I mean, I was a child. Yes, you were. So uh, you can um, donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast. Uh, you can also donate to the show at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. The fuck, Scar? Uh, I won't pay attention. Really? I, what, what, did you, what did you just say? Is that to buy me a drink? Thank you. And you can leave a, you can go to goodpods.com uh, and leave a tip in the tip jar. Just a tip. I, I was kind of scrolling through when I was watching. I mean, I can't hear, but Roy Wood Jr. did a video um, with that that guy with the training dude um, about about people uh, uh, training to protect himself, uh, uh, training to protect uh, Herschel Walker on the campaign trail from all of his uh, numerous kids. Um, so that that's I was I can't hear it, but like I was watching it and it seemed rel- relatively interesting. So. I'm going to watch that as soon as this is done. Curse Walker's a fucking moron. He's, uh, ugh. CTE. Ugh. CTE. Ugh. I said what I said. It's a ugh situation. CTE is a thing. It is. 
It is. Really, it is. But it's still, look. Like, that nigga is, look. Okay. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats, and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com, which is M-A-K-A-I-H.com, or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know my name, and you slip.